salutations, peace, and blessings. You're listening to the Kneel Down Podcast. I am your host, the Commish, and we are approaching the midnight hour on Thursday night after watching the Green Bay Packers give the Arizona Cardinals their first defeat of the season. 24-21 was the final score. It was nip and tuck the entire time. Provided nothing but exciting plays. A lot, it was a lot of movement going on with the running backs getting their share, getting their run. You had the running backs for the Cardinals, both providing touchdowns with Connor giving two and Chase Edmonds giving one. They, they provided the offense for the most part with Kyle Murray throwing for 274 yards. Only problem with this Arizona Cardinal team that I saw, immaturity, inexperience. This is a brand new environment for such young guys that have only played together for several weeks. Now, there's some of the there's other guys that have been on this team for a while, but for newbies, the rookies that may be on this team, and even some of these guys on defense, you know, J.J. Watt is new to the system, along with some other guys that they have there. You know, it, 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 this team is a great team, but I said before, outside of what Arizona does and how impressive they look doing it, they still haven't been tested. They haven't been tested to this extent where they can go out there and win such a game. And the Packers was the best test going into this stretch of the season. We are into week eight of the NFL season. And Arizona just did not look like the Arizona team of the last few weeks. Yes, they're playing on a Thursday night. They were not well prepared, I guess we can say, to play. Even though they moved the ball, you saw some costly mistakes down the road. A lot of miscues that cost them interceptions, perhaps fumble. I don't know what to tell you. Arizona has their work cut out for them, considering that we're talking about a red-hot Green Bay Packers team that went into the Red Sea there in Arizona and showed them just how good, how great this Packers team really is. Shout out to the Green Bay Packers and all of the fans there from Green Bay and outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Your team did a great job given the fact that they were short-staffed They've lost guys due to COVID, including Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, and their defensive coach. I want to say his name is Joe Barry. Forgive me if I got the name wrong. Aaron Rodgers is the real deal. That is a redundant statement. That is a rhetorical statement. And I understand if everybody out there is saying, Commish, you don't know what the blankety blank you're talking about. But I do know what I'm talking about. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of naysayers, a lot of that commentary, a lot of those analysts that think they know more about football than anybody else all had Arizona to win. There might have been one or two people picking Green Bay, including yours truly. Now, of course, I did not document it. I did not have the time to really preach on it. But what I like about Green Bay is indicative to what we saw last season of Green Bay. This is a team very similar to what we saw with Tampa Bay that's just so organized. And they are so responsible. A disciplined team, 
albeit a young team that came into Thursday night, brand new to everything. Some people still brand new right off the bus, so to speak. That's a figurative term. I mean, literally come off the bus. But they were new to the offense. They were new to the team. They'd never taken a snap. Some of these guys had never caught a ball before in real time. So this is a Packer team that albeit experienced, this team was inexperienced in what they were supposed to do to execute those plays when the time came. There were times they had to call timeout because there were just some people lined up in the wrong spots, wrong slots. There were some personnel that just didn't even know to play. They had to take penalties because there were some players that just didn't know what the play was. And this is talking about this is talking about the Packers. So you saw how unorganized the Packers were. And you would have thought that that would have been the advantage for an Arizona Cardinal team. But Arizona is just immature. It's not, it's, it's not to throw shade or, or, or it's not to insult the Arizona Cardinals and the team for what they've done to this point. They played great football. They were undefeated. But it was just a matter of time before they played against a team with more experience, more understanding of how to execute plays, better managed on offense and defense, mind you, because let's just face it, the Green Bay defense looked that much better than one of the more sound defense in the NFL with the Arizona defense. Having J.J. Watt on the sideline didn't help at all. And this guy may be done for the season. So we are struggling with teams that in spite of how well they played to this point, were both inexperienced based off personnel, based off the fact that people were sick with COVID. So you didn't really have much of a hodgepodge of players. But when guys are not at 100%, when guys just don't know play calls and guys don't know how to execute and guys don't know which routes to run, this is the end result of a game like this, where as much as Arizona should have won, they didn't look well enough to play. They didn't look well enough to execute. They didn't look well enough to win. And people will say, well, they put up 21 points. Well, the running game did well. But you got to think, if you're playing on Thursday night, your first instinct is to run the ball anyway. You don't come out passing. Green Bay came out passing. And they didn't do a great job. They were three and out. I think they got a penalty and they were three and out. So that doesn't work all the time. But I think once Aaron Rodgers understood what he had in front of him, he had guys like Randall Cobb he could rely on. He had guys like Rob Tunyon that got hurt. Hopefully nothing serious. But he had him to rely on. And he had a number of receivers. They put out there Amari Rodgers, new guy from Clemson, rookie from Clemson. They had people in the slots to, to execute the game, uh, execute the plays. But it was still a struggle. Thank God for Aaron Jones. Shout out to Aaron Jones. Had an outstanding game. Gave him a touchdown. Could have given him two or three. <laughs> but it's amazing how these refs can mess up a game. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to put it all on the refs. I don't want to digress on the refs right now. That would be for another episode. It's still the fact that Green Bay is the better team in the NFC. I still like the Rams. 
I'm not budging from the Rams. But the next best team in the NFC has to be, has to be the Green Bay Packers. Based on what we saw against Arizona, where everybody in the world just knew that Arizona was the best team in the NFC. Wait a minute. Hold on now. Let's stop the presses for a second. We're still talking about Aaron Rodgers. That bad man, some people call him. <laughs> Naming one person, I ain't going to mention his name. But I know how much he believes that Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. This man, Aaron Rodgers, is the reason why he is the MVP of the league for last season. And could very well be the MVP this season. I'm curious to see what this Green Bay team does moving forward. I do not have the schedule in front of me. But what I like about Green Bay is that it's a, just another day in the office. You lose a few guys, so what? You center around the guys that you know can give you some play, that can still run the ball, that can catch the ball, that you can rely on, and we can win a game against the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, all give it, ran for 21 yards, threw for 274 yards, had two interceptions, had no touchdowns, and he comes with a full barrage of receivers. Just signed Zach Ertz sometime this past week. He has weapons. He had guys to throw to. DeAndre Hopkins was hurt, but was still out there trying to, you know, will it through. I mean, why not use him? Why not rely on somebody that you know can go up there and grab the ball in spite of being hurt? He did not want to come out for this game. He didn't want to lose out on what he knew was a golden opportunity to show the world just how grand the Arizona Cardinals are. Given that it's Thursday night and they're playing at home, he wants that burn. He wants people to see what he can do. But see, this is the problem with Arizona as well as the defenses coached by my man, Vance Joseph. Shout out to Vance Joseph, what he's done with that Arizona defense. I truly commend him. And I will not go on a tangent about Vance Joseph tonight. All I'll say is this. There are coaches that can coach. And there are black coaches that can coach. And in spite of where we place these black coaches on these teams today, there's no reason why these coaches should still be overlooked for a lot of these head coaching positions that a lot of these guys do not get an opportunity to apply for and to be eligible for and to be accepted for. That's that's all I'm basically saying. That's all I'm saying. Vance Joseph did a great job with his Arizona defense. The problem was more so the fact that at some point, the Arizona defense had to catch up with what Aaron Rodgers was going to do next. It's a guessing game as to what's going to happen next. They had Aaron Jones. They had Aaron Jones lined out on the edges as a receiver, which is what they wanted to do. They wanted to move the ball around to make Aaron Jones a receiver, perhaps place him in the, in the slots, play the screen. They still wanted to pound him inside, with, with, with A.J. Dillon. So they had the running game going. They had the passing game going. It truly came down to execution, came down to availability, and it came down to experience. And what you saw was just that on Thursday night. You saw Aaron Rodgers orchestrate one of the better games of the season. Now, he's had a number of games. 
don't get me wrong, the defense for Green Bay, shout out to them. They had an outstanding game themselves with, with two sacks, three quarterback hits, two interceptions. This is, the, this is the type of team, the Green Bay Packers, this is the type of team that is going to be in the top runnings for the Super Bowl. I didn't give you any type of news. You didn't already know. I mean, nobody should be stunned by what I just said. But it's how you execute. It's how you manage the game. I've said this a million times. Sometimes it's as basic as that. Aaron Rodgers didn't do anything fancy. Aaron Rodgers still threw for under 200 yards. But he knew to rely on Randall Cobb for two touchdowns. And he didn't have an extraordinary game himself. So it's just... It really did come down to just execution. It really just came down to experience. And it came down to availability. And that's why the Green Bay Packers won. That's why Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And it'd be tragic for the Green Bay Packers to lose a person like this, like Aaron Rodgers, because no matter where he goes after this, what you see now is just going to blend in with whatever whatever team he decides to sign with in the year or years to come. So says the commission. Won't spend a lot of time on this. Not much to report. The trade deadline is coming up. That will be within the next several days. And there were a few trades that are already executed. And I want to talk about one in particular. Interesting enough, though, outside of those trade talks. One trade was actually, actually two stood out in my mind. Joe Flacco goes back to the Jets for a conditional six-round pick with the Eagles. Okay? But the Houston Texans take it upon themselves to trade Mark Ingram to the Saints. Now, it's a good move for the Saints. But it's a horrible move for the Texans if you're trying to rebuild this team on experience and seniority. And maybe it doesn't have to do a lot about experience, but it helps to have seasoned players that know how to run those plays. You want youth. You want young teams. You want a young quarterback to organize and orchestrate the team. You you want a team to be so well played You want the talent to be so outstanding that it probably speaks louder than the coaching that's involved to make this team good. Meaning, if I don't have to put a lot of effort into coaching and I've got a team that can move the ball and score and win, it makes the coach look that much better. And not that Cully needs that type of recognition. He doesn't need anybody to stand out there and say, well, you know, I, you know, I don't really coach, but I got a great team that can move the ball. I got a great team that can get, give you touchdowns. It's not so much about that. You've lost so many guys from this Texans team that had the talent for you that you're basically rummaging through the bones trying to find anything that's worth salvaging. And the one person that you had that was worth salvaging was Mark Ingram. 
Because he brought that fire, he brought that tenacity, he brought that swag to a team, a struggling team, and in spite of only putting up five points against the Arizona Cardinals, was still motivated to try to get this team to win and succeed. You trade him, you trade away that enthusiasm, you trade away that swag, and now what do you have left of the Texans? And, you know, I don't want to go on a tangent about the Texans tonight, but it's just a fact that this is my idea of poor management. This is my idea of a team that just does not have the mental capacity to be able to exercise such moves, such as this, or any other move to try to make this team a better team. It's about how I can save money with the guys that I have. Okay, fine. But here's the problem. You don't have any skilled players. You don't have a lot of talented players to make this team any better than what they are. This Houston, Texas team is tanking the season because you don't have guys good enough, well enough to play. And the one guy that you had that was the best weapon you had on offense will not play for the Texans. So you're back at ground zero. You're back in the position where you're struggling to try to find an identity in Houston. And whether you care about that or not, there's a bunch of fans that pay top dollar to see their team play and win. And you can care less about that too. So maybe I am taking this at Owner McNair for what you've done. And maybe I'm taking it at Jack Eslerby or whatever my man's name is. Something is wrong there, and it's almost as though they don't care. And maybe that's the wrong mentality. Maybe that's the wrong energy that I'm bringing tonight. But we're going to call a spade a spade where there's smoke, there's fire. You're doing all these things for the wrong reasons. You're not trying to improve the team. You're trying to save yourself money. You're trying to stay afloat long enough to get Deshaun Watson out of there and try to revamp that team by having as many picks as you can to make this team promising. I'm sorry. It's not going to work, and it probably will not work this season. For what you're doing, it may take years to rebound from. You had a great team. You had a team that was only a game away from the AFC Championship. But see, you have a bad coach in Bill O'Brien. And then you have this bad rapport with a lot of other people in the executive board and with the players. You you betray your only quarterback. The best thing you had going to Deshaun Watts. You betray his trust. And it just trickles from there. DeAndre Hopkins goes to Arizona. J.J. Watt goes to Arizona. You get rid of Whitney Merciless. You get rid of that brother. And he was one of the better linebackers of that core. What is the message you're trying to send to us? What is it that you feel like you got to prove to the people that are watching and commentating and analyzing and just spectating what this team does, whether you're a Houston, Texas fan or not. Nothing about what you're doing right now is positive. Nothing about what you're doing right now shows any promise for the near future. We're talking long-term at this point because nothing in the next few years is really gonna give us any idea or feel any comfortable, more comfortable, knowing that this team will not improve in the years to come because you've wasted that time. You've wasted that energy. You've wasted the personnel. 
And then we have to struggle and wait to see what happens in the years to come with the guys that you have. How long before you decide to get rid of David Culley from that from that team, the coach? How long before you realize that he is just no longer needed? But I've seen it all before. That's my point. That trade that was made today for Mark Ingram to go to the Saints, thank God for Mark Ingram. God bless him. Shout out to him. He needed to be back in the winning spirit. This man won the Heisman. Could have had a chance of perhaps going far into the playoffs with the Saints. They get rid of him. He goes to Baltimore. They move him around. Ends up in Houston. Now he's back with the Saints but for a reason. And that reason may show starting this weekend when the Saints host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Some great games going on for this weekend. We like to see what the Cowboys are going to do with the Vikings. We want to see what the Pittsburgh Steelers do with the Cleveland Browns. Monday night with Kansas City and how they may play against the Giants. A lot of games going on that have some idea of uh, purpose that may have some sense of reason as far as just win and to move on. But we'll see how things go week eight, and I'll be there to talk about it more in detail. So says the commission. I hope everybody has a great weekend. And I really do think that for what's coming up in the NFL, it will be something worth talking about when the time comes. Again, I am the commission. You have been listening to the Kneel Down podcast. I will do all again soon enough. Until then, wish everybody a happy Halloween. Be safe out there. Peace and love to all those out there. Get vaccinated when you can. The sooner the better, right? Get vaccinated. I'm out.